That's all you enter the show. Hello. Hi. Can you act like you're a professional for once? Can you act like you've been here before? Welcome, welcome to Radio Rahim. I am your host, Dara Rahim. And I'm Aliyah Rahim. Um, We are here to talk today about pop culture and entertainment and everything in between. I just realized my headphones aren't working. That's why it sounded so weird. I sounded muffled too. Yeah. Um, Are they? Whatever. Keep going. They're not working. All right, technical difficulties per usual. That's all right. Okay, so we have a lot to talk about today. Yes, so we let's, do. Yeah, so let's get in it. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is what is going on with Lindsay Lohan. Um, I actually just found out about it this morning, so I want to play the clip that informed me of this situation for you, and then we can discuss, because I think it's so funny. Okay. Okay, do you want to plug it up? Yes, one second. I wish you would have. Giving me this. <laughs> the 45 minutes we've been sitting here, but uh, sure. Lindsay Lohan got punched in the face over the weekend. No, 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 no. This is really, this is really quite sad. It pains me to have to share this with you, but it was a very. Should we play the video for taking the kid? Yeah, we should play the video. Yeah. Is it in the wind? Yeah, it's in that. Stand by, people. She's implicated herself. Go ahead. What's happening? They're trafficking children. I won't leave until I take you. You're ruining Arab culture by doing this. The whole world is seeing this right now. So that was okay. So Lindsay Lohan on her Instagram live story. That that voice you heard, that accent, that sounded right. like an eighty-year-old Arabic man. That was Lindsay Lohan. Who grew up so in Staten Island. Is like in some country because she has like her nightclub thing going on over there. She like lives off like the island of Greece and she has like a nightclub and she's really popular there and she like owns the nightclub probably maybe probably not anyway so she's in this like random island wherever it is and she thinks that this family is trafficking their children (laughs) like it's a mom and a dad and children and she thinks that they're trafficking these children so she's trying to get them away from their parents and she's screaming inarticulate Arabic at them so the dad and she's trying to pull the kids away from them yeah. so the dad finally turns around and punches Lindsay <laughs> in the face because as one should because she's trying to kidnap his kids why is she doing that accent again 
Okay, I honestly want to go through like a timeline of like where Lindsay Lohan's career fell off because she was supposed to have the career that Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence is having. Yeah. Like they wanted a really, cause like Jennifer Lawrence is really young. Mm-hmm. And I think for a long time after like Julia Roberts, yeah. like grad- Who, by the way, just Instagram a photo of her looking amazing. No, she looks really, really, really like, good. F Jennifer Lawrence. Julia Roberts is still doing her thing. Yeah, she looks the exact same. Yeah. But because Julia Roberts was, like, getting a little older and, like, Reese Witherspoon, like, was getting a little older, they Mm -hmm. needed, like, a really young ingenue. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that was supposed to be filled by Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. It was, like, Lindsay Lohan and Keira Knightley (laughs) were going to be what Jennifer Lawrence and Emma Stone are, like, now. Right, and they both fell off. Okay. Okay, but Keira Knightley, like, she's having a little bit of a renaissance right now. She's having a bit of a renaissance, but she's also still respected. Like Kira Knightley's not a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and true. like, I mean, she's like the Pirates of the Caribbean's like under her belt. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the same kind of fall off. Yeah. But like Lindsay Lohan's like fall from grace after Mean Girls. Oh Did it start when she started partying with Paris Hilton and Britney Spears? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even pull Britney into that. I feel because I feel like she. They pulled her into it, like Who, I, Brittany. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it was just that one night, and yeah. it was like really, really odd. Yeah. I felt like they were. I like, think it was like Paris. It was like hanging out with Paris and Nicole well, Richie. Yeah. And making herself like those girls that were famous for nothing when she was actually famous for something, mm-hmm. and then like, oh, and I, I know what it was. It wasn't really the partying. It was the fact that she started behaving badly on set. Yeah, no, because remember that, that movie Georgia Rule yeah, with Felicity yeah. Huffman and yeah. Jane Fond mm-hmm. Jane Fonda, Jane um, and it was supposed to be like a really like kind of like three generations of like great Hollywood actresses, and mm-hmm. like it was gonna be like a tour of like them singing her praises, but they actually like hated her, and Jane Fonda was like she's a spoiled little brat and acted like one on the whole time on set. Yeah. That's like when, like that's when, like Hollywood started to turn on. I would you. say that, yeah, I would say it honestly was starting to go her. downhill even before then. And that movie Georgia Rule was somewhat supposed to be kind of a path correction. Right. Um, oh yeah, that was like them trying to like dust her off and be like she's overdoing that now. Like yeah, she's back they're trying like, to dust her off and kind of be like, no, 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 she's still a good actress. Like, like even though right. she's a hot mess, she still can act. Like right. I would say. Because she actually can act. Well, she could. I probably well, can't do it could. anymore. That's probably true. Um, you know. But it's like. But like, I think people were hoping that she was going to have like a Robert Downey Jr. moment. Yeah. Because Robert Downey Jr. was like that type of destructive mm-hmm. that she was. And like, they kept giving. They gave her so many chances. Oprah gave her a chance. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, what is it? Do you think it's just like her? Like, but why? Like, why is she like crumpling up her lottery ticket? Do you think it's her family? Do you think it was like being like a child star? Yeah, definitely. And like never just like being like feeling normal? It was like being a child star, like her mom, like just wanting to like soak her, like sucker drive for everything she had all these people pulling at her like she was sit, like she do you was know so what i just young. remembered what? i forgot about her album oh yeah that album was great oh though. my god that, ac- that album was what great yeah no that album actually was really good Rumors, right um remember that song that bothered the daughter yeah that was sad where she like, cried in the music video mm-hmm. in a bathtub <sighs> that's weird all right Lindsay Lohan, we're rooting for you. Are we? You have to stop talking in that accent, though. You really have to. It's bad. And it's offensive. I, that accent is, like, one of the most racist things ever. Yeah. Stop doing that accent. It's You like, cannot talk with a fake Arabic accent. You can't talk with any. Any accent. The only accent that it's okay to take is British. <laughs> and it's sort people of People give themselves British accents all the time. That's true. But people will still make fun of them. Exactly. Um... Let's move on to SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, Kanye West. Why? Okay, I have a theory that that Kim and Kanye are setting the stage for them to get divorced. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Wait, just saying I don't think he's in on it though. Do you? I don't know, but let me say this: 
just as recently as a couple weeks ago, I said that actually I did not think that Kim and Kanye would ever get divorced. Yeah, um, but but once now it's got it's gone too far. Almond in my mouth. Yeah, it's going too far. I think that the Kardashians are pulling the the lever, the emergency get out mm-hmm. of the Kanye. The go yeah. bag is packed. Yeah, like, oh, and I think packed. Chris is getting people in place. The army is mobilizing. Yeah, but did you see the Instagram that Kim posted today? No. So they're kind of working both. Well, they have to do things where Kim has to come out smelling like roses. Yeah, so exactly. So Kim has to keep exactly. supporting him. Exactly. Hold on. Let me. I started this. <laughs> Let me. Yes. They're working both sides. Yes. yes because they have to. Because Kim needs to come out looking like the the good wife yeah. who tried very hard to stick mm-hmm. by her man, but in the end, like, would do the it's gonna just do the right thing like right. for the greater good and obviously for the greater good of the kids right but like she definitely has to show that like she tried she's gonna take a playbook from chloe yeah which even though so i she do posted, think a lot of chloe staying with lamar was a lot more sincere yeah, i do too i do think there was a point where she was staying in it to just make sure that her image was like yeah like i think she stayed like a five minutes too long yeah to secure like that image yeah. like I mean, granted out, he was, like, passing out at Bunny Ranches, like... Right. But she posted it... Uh, it was 20 hours ago, so it was yesterday. Um, she posted a picture of, like, just the two of them, like, looking, like, whatever, happy yeah, and like love. lovingly. Yeah, and the caption is, we got love, you know? And then yeah. this came out... This is right after us now. Uh, right. So, like, people are like, oh, Kim's gonna leave him, blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah. She wants it's like Dolph is protesting too much yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. like, also, it's like the same thing. Like when he first started his, when the when we first got introduced to, uh, make America great, Kanye. Yeah. When he started tweeting, get rid of everything. I'm getting rid of all my possessions. And Kim tweeted back at him like, everything like question mark with like a big emoji eyes like trying to make light yeah, of it right she keeps trying to like make light of his yeah. breakdowns exactly to act like this is all just like, like it's not really happening mm-hmm. or like it's not as serious as people want it, want it to take it yeah and also on the flip side you have her going to trump like pardoning people and getting them out of prison you know like she's on this like do gooder well, i think that that's an interesting point i think it's so funny look Kim and Kanye's relationship with Trump. Like, isn't it kind of weird that, like, when Trump first got elected, Kanye went and met with him? Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, Kanye starts saying how he supports Donald Trump, how he, if he had voted, he would have voted for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And then, albeit for a good cause, his wife has access. How did Kim Kardashian get in the White House? Oh, my God. It was probably so easy. She probably slid into his DMs. But, like, you don't think that, like, that's a little strange that, like, after Kanye started talking about how much he loved her, Kim got access to the Oval Office? I do think that's kind of crazy. Like, rea- like celebrities just don't, like, go to the White House and, like, pardon people. That's no, a- they definitely don't go and pardon people. But, I'm but saying, like-, like, I think Kim and Con- And then when Kim was in Washington, she went over and had dinner at Jared and Ivanka's place. Like, they have a relationship. Like, yeah. they're friends with the Trumps. Yeah, I know. So, but like, I don't think that people really realize that, like, that there's been like a long standing, like, long standing relationship. And I think there's, I think Kanye, like, wants to like promote Trump. Yeah. And then, like, he has an ear to him, and then he gets his wife meetings at the White House. And like, I don't think she needed Kanye to get a meeting with Trump. But I don't think it's like, but I don't think it didn't, she maybe she didn't need him. But he was the catalyst yeah. that got her that meeting. Yeah. And I think it's, like, that. really weird that, like, they have a relationship with Trump. Yeah. Especially if you compare it to, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z's relationship with, like, the Obamas. Right, right. Like, oh, that's funny. Kim and that's Kanye a, are always, like, the off-twisted, yeah, yeah. dark version of Beyonce. of Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah, that's, the, yeah, they're, like, the anti-hero. And they are, they're always trying to replicate, like, the foil replicate like what they do but they always have to do it second and it's always like second fast and like the second worst thing that's funny the 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 relationship to the kanye resented the fact that obama didn't like him yeah they're both from chicago Mm -hmm. he called him a jackass yes but then like him and beyonce would be hanging out there all the time yeah i think that got under his skin yeah it definitely did 
Um, I kind of want to play the clip of Kanye ranting at SNL about being bullied and how brave he <sighs> yeah, was. Yeah, play it because I haven't even, brave I haven't he even was heard it. Wear, oh, you haven't heard it? No, because I'm like so exhausted and over this guy. I know. Um, like, because like he was on TMZ. Like, okay, I got it. <sighs> okay. Oh wait, no, wait, no, no, no. He was on TMZ, um, clarifying his comments about how he. So after after SNL, he posted an Instagram of him wearing the MAGA hat, saying it was probably the most explicitly pro-Trump he's ever been. I thought just pro-Trump and how he wants to abolish the 13th Amendment, which anyone with half a brain or anyone who's watched 10 minutes of Ava DuBray's documentary, right. 13, knows that the 13th Amendment is the Why amendment is he so obsessed with slavery? I don't know. It's like he got all that attention for the first time he said slavery was a choice, so now he wants to like go back to it again. Like, you know, yeah. like, like no one like cares like what you think anymore about right. anything like you have absolutely no credibility none like you're ruining your legacy you're literally about to be thought of as a joke yeah like all your music all your like being like right up there with like jay-z is like literally falling apart yeah. and that's why i think that kim is setting the stage for them to get a divorce he's really ruining and i also don't think it's a coincidence that if you watch you know, the Kardashians, mm -hmm. that Kim is laying those little eggs. Yeah. Oh, um, I thought that was, I, yeah. When, I, when she first was telling, okay, so there's a couple clips that are happening on Keeping Up the Kardashians uh, from this past weekend's episode. Um, one is Kim uh, talking to Chloe about how Kanye got really mad at her because he needed a Band-Aid, and she got him a Band-Aid, but it wasn't the bandit he wanted then he went and got one from Nordstrom and it had like I guess Jesus yeah. baby Jesus on it yeah. he didn't want that one and so she was like okay well then I don't know what to tell you like get your own band-aid and he tells her um I can't believe you won't get me a band-aid you would get it for saint um I like can't believe like everything I've been like didn't he like kind of go off yeah, on her yeah. and then there's another scene where she's telling Courtney that he's yelling at her because she posted pictures on Instagram that he didn't want her to post. That it wasn't the way he wanted her Instagram to look. Yeah, it wasn't when I first saw the Chloe one that you sent me, I thought it was weird that she was talking about it. She me does too. not talk about so their relationship like that. So not only is it like weird that, that uh, it's in the show and that they're there, she's talking about it on cameras. It's also very coincidental that they're releasing these clips like ahead of the episodes you know like right like these are the clips that they want to show right you know? exactly like because I, they're the eps of the show like if there's a scene exactly. that they don't want to play that is their show yeah if there's something they don't want to show it can get cut like there's exactly. no one making, there's no like danger of like the cameras being yeah like they could kill someone with the cameras around. yeah it wouldn't matter yeah it's um yeah i think we should play that um clip of um kim talking to Chloe, because it's like really crazy. Play the record. You look in the proper place. There's a. We had a fight because I wouldn't get him a band aid. I said, Did you look in the proper place? There's a band aid here. He didn't like that one. So he wanted another one. So there was a band aid there, and I put it on him. He didn't like the color of the band aid. And so we went upstairs in the kids' room, and I go, Oh, look, North has Jesus band aids. Put on a Jesus band aid. And he was like, I've slaved around the world making clothes for you to make sure that you find the best outfit and you let me go out wearing a Jesus band aid. Aww. He said, I should have got a skin color band aid. And I'm for like, you. So I'm running around to find three different color band aids. I said, Call the housekeeper. Let's have her get a Band-Aid. And he's like, well, why can't you get it? You would get Saint one. And I'm like, oh, my God, are you fighting with Saint? Is this, are you, is this like a thing? I was like, this is not going to be this way. And I'm not going to have a full-fledged fight because I won't get you a Band-Aid. I'm sorry. But if that's going to make know where the band feel better are. just to get him a Band-Aid, I can't. That's where I draw the line. But if that's going to make him feel more loved, don't you want to just get the Band-Aid? Chloe, Chloe, I'm you're more disturbed by yeah. I'm more disturbed by Chloe's reaction. Yeah, I just realized that playing that clip was going to open an entirely different can of worms. So, but let's say focus on How Kanye. Dumb Chloe. I know. Is. We will talk about Chloe and her double agency for the patriarchy later. Um, but yeah.
But um, I think they're starting to lay the seed that Kanye is a bad husband. Yeah. And Kanye puts Kim through the ringer, and she's a saint for putting up with it. And so by the time she files, everyone's going to be like, how did you even put up with it for that long? I would have left a long time ago. That's what she wants the narrative to and be. And also... Uh, and it'll probably be time for the time when Chloe leaves Tristan. So then they can oh have Lord. shows where well, they're running around their babies. That and Kim and Chloe take yeah, motherhood. They look like this, these, yeah, these saints... These these good women who are taking trying to take care of their kids, yeah. and these men just can't live up to it, right? And because there was another, and I also think like I think I had said earlier um, that you know Kim does like now that Kim has her babies with Kanye, she's happy. Like this right. is all she really wants. She might before she leaves him, she might want one more. No, I, heard, I think I she's heard good. She four and. Because she's not, <sighs> because of her preeclampsia, can't carry yeah. herself. She might get a surrogate like real quick, because I know they have a very weird thing yeah. about their kids, yeah, uh, having the same father. Yeah, Courtney's talked about how she wants another. She'll have but, it with so that's Scott. Why, so let me finish. She there's another clip where she talks about how uh, after she was pregnant, when she first got pregnant with North, you know, it was before they were married. She said. And this is on camera. She goes, you know, when I got pregnant with North, I still wasn't, sh- didn't know if me and Kanye would end up yeah, together. Yeah, I saw but that. But I said to him, well, just give me the sperm so I can have more babies yes. and that they can have siblings. Yeah. That's all she wants. Yeah. Like, they're just obsessed with, like, like their obsess- obsession with, like, family isn't so much, and this isn't a bad thing, isn't so much about, like, the marriage and the men. They're just, like, obsessed with, like, having kids and, like, having that family. Yeah. Like, it's very odd. But um, here, we can play the clip of Kanye on um, SNL, because you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Okay. To, like, a white person about this, and they say, how could you like Trump? He's racist. If someone inspires me and I connect with them, I don't have to believe in all their policies. Kanye delivered the diatribe wearing a Make America Great Again. Per usual, Derek does not queue up a god dang clip. I'm sorry. I Why can't it? they just like show you need the to clip? Queue all these up on the YouTube before and have them on my computer, and then we could just press play. Right. That's true. Like I've already told you this. Okay. Now we're playing by your phone, like we're jank. YouTube. Sorry for the dead air. Oh, got it. SNL musical guest Kanye West is getting a vote of support from President Trump. That's the same one. Actually, blacks weren't always Democrats. You know, it's like the plan they did uh, to take the fathers out of the home and promote welfare. Does anybody know about that? That's a Democratic plan. Now, you got a situation where we need to have a dialogue and have a diatribe. Because if you want something to change, it's not going to change by saying, fuck that person. Try love. You see, they laughing at me. You heard them, they scream at me. They bully me. They bullied me backstage. They said, don't go out there with that hat on. They bullied me backstage. They bullied me. And then they say, I'm in a sunken place. You want to see the sunken place? Okay, I'm going to listen to y'all now. I'm going to put my Superman cape on. Uh, You can't tell me what to do. I just so it's that's it's, what's happening with him. It's weird to listen to these kinds of things because it feels like you're in a twilight zone. Because he made he used to make these speeches like 
these uh, spontaneous remarks like George Washington doesn't talk doesn't care about black people and you were like yes like this man really is talking about for the people like he right. really does get it he really is speaking for the voice of people who don't have one mm. and it's crazy to hear him do the same thing but completely opposite completely opposite yeah. it's like it's wild he's just like it's it's i don't even know like he's unintelligent that's the thing it's like okay which is actually like really odd that he's so ahistorical and honestly doesn't a book. know like what he's talking about he because his mom was a professor and like I want to. I don't know. Did he go to like a private? He school? went to an art school. Yeah, like, but that's like what I'm saying, and like, I and I know that doesn't. But I'm saying like in terms of like just normal facts that you like learn about in like social studies when you're actually. Well, you that's know what why. I mean? Yeah, and that's why like, I think he it's doesn't like, know what the Thirteenth no, Amendment, Amendment is. is. Like, that's just, and he, but to be so passionate about something you know nothing about. Yeah, that's where he looks crazy. It's like you yeah. don't know what you're talking, talking about. about. If you really cared about this issue so much, why don't you know anything about yeah. it? Yeah, like. You don't know anything. I think that comes like partly. It's partly about living in this fame bubble, where people you don't people like, around him don't need but like the people in his inner circle just listen to whatever he has to say. So it's like like have you ever had like an argument with somebody who knew less than you? Yeah, and you all the time. Yeah, <laughs> okay, but. You make an you like I've been in arguments with people where they um, knew less than me, and I like made a mistake with like stating a fact, but because they were so dumb, they didn't call like they yeah. didn't catch it, and yeah. you're like, oh, okay, I can get away with that. Like, yeah, he's been getting away right. with just talking and talking and, and talking, same, and people agree with him, and agree and with him. Yeah, listen. he just talks to the, to the, his inner circle, mm-hmm. and they just they nod and they agree and they tell him he's right. Yeah. So because he's been ha- doing it for so long, and there was a point where he did know what he was talking about and he was right. He was like, oh, well, if I'm, you know, why put in the work of reading a book when people are just going to nod and say, right. I'm right, no matter what. Right. You know, he's just, he's been, get, he's getting away with it. He was getting away with it for so long, and now it's finally catching up to him. And but why, he's, okay, but like, why are these his opinions, though? Like, why does he? He's obsessed with being, with going against the tide. Yeah, that's true. And that is something he's I, always been into. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is like, if you look at like early Kanye, all this is is just like a twisted manifestation of yeah. like, how he always was. Like yeah. you're right, like he always did rants. He always liked having like, like not offensive and racist opinions, but like odd opinions, opinions yeah. that would make people do like knee jerky things. Yeah. But like they weren't like this. But like, so it's just a progression of him getting worse, I guess. Yeah, definitely. But I don't know. I don't know. People always say, like, it's the bubble. It's the move to Calabasas. But it's just, like, no, people, it's like... Calabasas. It's not Cam. Well, people say that he's, like, so wealthy that he's detached. But it's, like, being wealthy doesn't, like, make you have, like, crazy opinions. Like, if right. you didn't already have them. Yeah. Like, if you grew up in Chicago yeah. to, like, a single mom who taught African-American history at a college, like you wouldn't get rich and then start thinking that slavery was a choice. Like, that's not... Like, that's what the thing is. I'm always frustrated, like, how this happened. Like, because, like, being rich doesn't make you have crazy opinions that you didn't once have. Right. I don't know. We're trying to understand the psyche of someone who's clearly mentally ill, and so... Yeah. No. Um, Should we start talking about um, Brett Kavanaugh? Yeah, whatever you want. Um, I was going to say, uh, first I was going to ask if we should play the SNL clip. Um, I just saw him answering the questions. Like, I watched his opening statement. Mm-hmm. And then I just saw Lights him. beer. Okay, yeah. He has an odd relationship with alcohol at uh, best. Yeah. It's not my responsibility to take inventory <laughs> for someone else. But the way, did you see that one senator who he kept asking if he liked beer. Yeah. And what he liked. Do you like beer? Do you like beer? Have you ever blacked out? What do you like to, Senator, what do you like to drink? He kept saying, it was so odd. 
he likes beer. Yeah, we got it. We get it, dude. I like to throw back a brewski, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's so weird to me is that the Republicans are so hell-bent on getting him through that, like, I feel like he represents, like, white men's entitlement response to the me too movement and the times up movement because i was watching something from uh the leader of the federalist party that give that gave president trump a list of 25 judges for him to pick one Mm -hmm. to nominate Mm -hmm. and he was getting interviewed i want to say it was the cbs morning show the the federalist party guy I don't yeah. know his name. And he said that. He said any one of those judges on the list, this is before Brett was picked, would suffice. He said you could throw a dart at the list and it wouldn't matter because the most important thing they want to do is overturn Roe v. Wade. Okay. So they don't need Kavanaugh to overturn Roe v. Wade. There's thousands of other conservative yeah. judges who would overturn it. So for them to like fall on their sword for this guy well, it's like they're not. It's it's a it's more ego than anything because they're not gonna a. But it's not just ego. It's this is their response to the Me Too yeah, movement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is their response to women that yeah. it's not about whether or not they believe Doctor Ford. I think they do believe her. Yeah. They don't. It's about care. whether they care. Yeah. Exactly. They and don't it's care. like never. It's like which I realized like the same thing with Anita Hill. It was everyone believed Anita Hill. Yeah. It None was whether of, or not it mattered. It's whether or not it mattered. Exactly. And, it and like, it doesn't to them. Exactly. And it's like, I feel like we're living in like a really weird like Groundhog's Day with this, with like sexual harassment. Yeah. Because like the year of the women is like what they're saying like this next year will be for like women running for office. But that was the same thing they said after Anita Hill. Yeah. And it's like, anytime there's like any like pushback in like the entertainment world of like women like saying we're not going to take this anymore in the political atmosphere there's always like a come down of like no like you guys can wear pens at the oscars but like nothing is changing institutionally yeah and like i'm really glad that like yeah women are like the most like a lot of women content is coming out on Netflix, but like you will still be harassed at work and like nothing really will change. Yeah. And this may be like a little off topic or like not fully on the point, but I just thought of it cause you were just like, you related it back to Anita Hill and I always thinking like we're going to have this tide change and we don't. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I'm sorry. What's Thelma Louise? What's uh? Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Yeah, she. It's funny you said Gina Davis and not Susan Sarandon. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like that's who you were going to be talking about. Yeah. Um. So Gina Davis Instagram today a part of the script from Thelma Louise. I retweeted that. You did. Ava DuVray ret- retweeted it. Oh, is that it. what I saw? Okay. Ava well, did it, then I retweeted yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Ava retweeted it, and Dara retweeted it. And then I retweeted it. Um, but I wanted to point it out because I watched Thelma Louise for the first time five years ago. It and was I, a very important moment for you. It was very important for me because I put it on. I was like literally, I was falling asleep. I was like, oh, I just wanted something to fall asleep to. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it was like late at night, and I ended up staying up because it was such a good... I mean, I knew it was a good movie, but I didn't know I was going to like it so much. Mm-hmm. I ended up staying up and watching the whole thing. Cause I was like, oh, my God, this is such an amazing movie. Yeah. Everyone should go watch it. Yeah. And I remember this specific scene and being like, wow, that's still really true today. Mm-hmm. And the scene is like right after um, Louise has almost gotten raped and um, Thelma shoots the guy. And they're dry, they're 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 in the car running away from the scene of the crime, and the dialogue goes like this: Thelma says, "Shouldn't we go to the cl- cops? I mean, I think we should tell the police." I'm sorry, I got the rules reversed. It's Thelma who almost gets raped, uh, and Louise says, "Tell me, tell them what? What Thelma? What do you think we should tell them?" And Thelma's like, "I don't know. Just tell them what happened. Which part? All of it." that he tried to rape me, and this is the crucial scene, or the crucial line, 
Only about 100 people saw you cheek to goddamn cheek with him all night, Thelma. Who's going to believe that? We just don't live in that kind of world. And we still do not live in that kind of world. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, that movie was 20 years ago. Yeah. And even then, it was just like, yeah, we don't live in that kind of world. We still don't. Yeah. And also, like, the anger of Brett is so... It's just, like, steaming off of him. Yeah. He, you know that he, like, is looking at Dr. Ford, and he's like, why is this bitch being so uncool? Yeah. Like, how, like... Yeah, he's like, like, he's looking at... He's like, what the hell, guys? Like, why is this happening? He's so... He can't even believe it. No. He, like, can't believe the audacity of her. Audacity of her. To... For anyone to call him out on his behavior. Yes. Like, he is so furious that, like, this is happening, and he's like, she's a bitch, the Democrats are dicks. Like, I can see, like, I really feel like that's his inner dialogue. Yes, I think so, too. He's just, like, he's so, like, immature, and, like, he didn't take, I feel like he's not taking on, like, the levity of his actions, Mm -hmm. because he's acting like this hearing was just a big inconvenience for him. It is to him. And how flip it he was when he was asked questions like and he wouldn't answer the question of would he uh support an fbi investigation which is like if you're being accused of something that you didn't do and your name's being dragged like you say why wouldn't you welcome an investigation and his his small lies about things like that Mm -hmm. uh like his yearbook all point to the fact that he's covering up bigger lies. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, him lying about the devil's triangle thing right. was just weird. So, wait, explain to people what de- what, what happened with the Ugh. devil's triangle. Okay, so, like, they found, like, okay. And, like, it's not the fact that he has poor jokes in his high school yearbook. Yes, who That probably isn't do. why he should be on the Supreme Court. Yeah. It's the fact that he doesn't acknowledge that they're poor yeah. jokes and that they're tasteless and say, listen, when I was 17 jokes years he still old, makes. I was an asshole. Those jokes are inappropriate and they don't reflect who I am now at almost 60. And no one would bat an eye at that. That yeah. would be legit. The Devil's Triangle is uh, a sexual encounter with two men and a woman. Yeah. That he should have been like, that was stupid and disturbing. And now that I'm a husband and father, you know the can't blah, blah, blah. Yeah. remark. But I, he lies about it. He but says, he lies about it. He says them. that it's a drinking game. Yeah. He says it's a drinking game. And trust me, game people, I know all the play, drinking games. I never heard right. of that one. Right, he has a drinking union that you play with quarters, and it's like that's a like a lie that a lot of people are hanging on to. Yeah, because it's just like if you're willing to lie about About something as insignificant as that, not only insignificant but something that people easily could check. So it's like if you're gonna be lying about those easy things, right? What are you lying about the harder things that people maybe aren't as easy to verify? Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's like what? And you know that book that his friend Judge... Mark Judge. Mark Judge wrote? That book, Mark Judge, went to school with Brett Kavanaugh and wrote a book some years back called Wasted, Tales of a Gen X Drunk. Yeah. And there's a character in the book... Right, called what? Bart O. Kavanaugh. Yeah. Who gets wasted with him, Mm -hmm. like, all the time, like, in all the stories. Mm -hmm. So it's like, again... The fact that you got wasted in high school, again, doesn't ban you from the Supreme Court. But lying under oath about it does. Yeah. And you're lying about being a waste case in high school because it all leads back to the fact that you would lock girls in bedrooms mm-hmm. at these waste case parties and sexually harass them. Yeah. And that's what you're trying to look, to cover up the trail to. Yeah. So it's just like really disturbing that so my original point is that why the republicans have to fall on their sword because they've all guy. done it too and it's like if this can happen to right. this dude then it's gonna happen to right. me and we gotta stop it right now right because and that's like so true it's like the the story that dr ford told about what happened to her Relates to they all, all can't condemn him because they're like oh wait is that is that bad is that not, cool? not cool like oh you weren't cool with that okay crap like, Lindsey Graham is, like, losing Freaking his out. mind. He's literally losing his mind. 
Um, but speaking of which, I'm going to play this clip from SNL where uh, the two guys from SNL talk about the Kavanaugh hearing, and I want to get your thoughts on what you think. So SNL, the new head writers are uh, Michael Shea and Scarlett Johansson's boyfriend. I never remember his name. He's so in- insignificant. Yeah. He's really boring. He's, he's like so bread. boring. He's like stale bread. Yeah. It's like he should be good looking, but, but he's, he's not. not. And then Michael Che is just so obnoxious. He's not funny. He's I mean, not. neither of them are, but I can't believe those are the head writers. That you explains know. a lot. Jeez. Isn't Kate McKinnon the head writer? She probably doesn't want to be. Yeah. Because a Supreme Court judge is a lifetime job. And sadly, that's... It's Weekend Update with Colin Jost and Michael Che. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Weekend Update. I'm Michael Che. I'm Colin Jost. Judge Brett Kavanaugh and Dr. Christine Blasey Ford appeared Thursday in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee in a classic debate of she said, he yelled. (laughs) Based on his testimony, I guess Kavanaugh thought the hearing was about whether he was cool in high school. We drank beer. I liked beer. Still like beer. I worked out with other guys at Tobin's house just to meet up and have some beers. Working out. Lifting weights. We drank beer. We liked beer. I gotta say, you're not really helping yourself in a drunken assault case when you yell about how much you like drinking and how strong you were at the time. Pretty much the only ones who kept their composure at the hearing were the woman being questioned and the woman Republicans had to hire to talk to the woman being questioned. Now, on an optics level, I get why the Republicans did that, but if you're not the right person to ask questions at a Senate hearing, maybe you're not the right person to be a senator. I just want to remind everybody that all this yelling and crying happened at this dude's job interview. (laughs) I mean, typically when you're asked about a sexual assault and your drinking problem at a job interview, you don't get the damn job. (laughs) I don't know if Mr. Kavanaugh actually has a history of assault or if he actually has a drinking problem, but I do know that he might, and you shouldn't be on the Supreme Court if you might. You shouldn't be on the people's court if you might. Sometimes might is enough. I mean, I don't want to pet your dog if he might bite me. I don't want to leave you in my house if you might be a crackhead. I'm not going to have sex with you if you might have dated Charlie Sheen. And then there are his calendars. Uh, You know, if you have calendars from 1982, it does not prove you're innocent. It proves you're a hoarder. You know when most people throw out their calendars from 1982? 1983. (laughs) And if you're drinking a bunch and you keep a calendar, it's probably to help piece together what happened in your life. (laughs) He kept a calendar the same way the guy in Memento got tattoos. (laughs) Now, to be fair to Judge Kavanaugh, it's insane that... (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, one guy. To be fair... To Judge Kavanaugh, it's insane that he has to answer questions about his high school yearbook. If you looked into anyone's high school yearbook, you'd find something super embarrassing. Like, I regret that my senior quote was a Smash Mouth lyric, (laughs) and I very much regret that my hairstyle was the Rachel. I'll play the whole clip. I wanted to watch this. Um, Yeah, because it's five minutes long. What'd you think? (sighs) Okay, the reason I wanted to play and ask you what you thought was because I didn't like Michael... Uh, Che's joke about what he might have. Like, there's no he might have. Like, I just feel like it was a subtle way to, like, talk about how, like, we don't know for sure what happened. And it's like, no, we do. And then at the same time, in the same breath, he age-shamed with the Charlie Sheen joke. Oh. I forgot Charlie Sheen had AIDS. Is he AIDS or HIV? I'm not sure. Daryl, well, it's different. I thought you were just saying, like, Charlie Sheen's gross, regardless of the yeah, HIV. Yeah, whatever. I may be reading it a little bit too much into that um, The might have thing, I think he's just saying, I think we've kind of reached a point now where men are like, 
oh my god can i just be accused of yeah. sexual st- accused you're always cutting me off i just knew you were about to come in can i be accused of sexual assault and the response is like are you a man who might be accused of sexual assault like yeah. i think the narrative we're trying to form these days is not like whether well, the narrative jesus freaking christ <laughs> sorry the narrative i think we're trying to to start is that you it's like i would never be accused of robbing a bank you know right it's just not the type of person i am it's not the circle you it's not the circle i run in right. it's not the lifestyle i lead right you ain't about that life. i'm not about that life you know i think if somebody right. walked down the street like, like so i'll never talk- get questioned for holding up a bodega right like i'm not worried about that. i'm not worried about it if you're, right. worried, if you're you, worried you're gonna get accused you probably take a look at your of life. sexual assault then you might be committing sexual assault. So I think that's what he's saying. Is like, if you're the type of person who gets accused of this, right? Like, there's like you don't want that kind of person in your life who's like maybe, right? You know, it's like if people, you know, just like you shouldn't even have a maybe next to your name. Yeah, exactly. I think. I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate for. Oh, that he was saying like he to even be in that position. Yeah. Um. I was reading a tweet that said 80% of black voters believe Dr. Ford. Um, and then I want to say it was 64% of Hispanic voters um, mm-hmm. believe Dr. Ford. And then the breakdown of white voters was that... 46% oh here I found it sorry 80% of black voters believe Dr. Ford over Kavanaugh as do 66% of Hispanic voters only 40% of white voters believe Dr. Ford now the gender breakdown of the white voters is 46% of white women believe Dr. Ford while 43% believe Kavanaugh and only 37% of white men believe Dr. Ford so that's kind of crazy. I don't. I wish I had the break, the gender breakdowns of the black and Hispanic voters, but unfortunately, this tweet does not. Unfortunately, I get all my information from tweets, so I yeah. don't have a complete. But like, what's also crazy is that like the like Donald Trump, like uh, he obviously doesn't care because he sexually harasses people, but it's like. He thought that, like, five black men should get the death penalty right. when they were wrongly accused of rape. He mm-hmm. fought for the death penalty. Mm-hmm. But he's okay with <laughs> this. Well, that's one like, of his boys. That's crazy. Yeah. If he gets confirmed, that'll be really depressing. Yeah. Um... It will literally, but the only reason they want him is so they can say, like, we don't care about anything anyone has to say. Like, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. I think that we should go out. Let's do it. With um, a really, really, really great artist um, who really doesn't get enough respect for her musical contributions. Um, and with that, I'll be signing off. Oh my God, is it Lindsay Lohan? Who? 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 Thank you for listening to Radio Rahim. I'm Dara. I'm Aaliyah. And this is one of the greatest artists of our generation. Can you please respond?